Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how you go from just surviving to full on thriving. What do we have for Johnny? Okay, sorry, that was um a kind of white game show host voice there. That's what's happening. It's it's gonna be one of those episodes, even though we're talking about shaking up seasonal depression. You know, I gotta keep it fun. I gotta keep it light. Um, but that is what we're gonna talk about today. But before we do, I do want to dive in to today's, this week's, not today's, but on today's episode, this week's review of the week. That's what's happening. Oh my gosh. It is a five-star review titled Amazing by Lily 1920 All right. It says, this podcast is amazing. It's so encouraging, uplifting, and funny. I listen to this podcast when I go for my morning walk. It's the perfect way to start the day. My favorite episode was the one over gratitude. She talked about having gratitude nuggets. This has helped me adopt a more positive and thankful perspective. You'll love this podcast. Aw, thank you, Lily. That was epic. Man, that's like two weeks in a row. We had reviews about the gratitude episode. Maybe I should do more episodes on gratitude. What do you guys think? Let me know. Send me a DM. Also, just send me a DM on Instagram at the Real Simply Alley and say, hey, because I otherwise I don't get to talk to you at all because I'm just speaking into a microphone. So I would love to hear from you. Um, yeah, send send me a DM. And also I would much appreciate if you would take a second and leave a review on this podcast, especially if you're listening on iTunes. Um, It just, it helps the show. I love to hear your stories and how the podcast is helping you. It means the absolute world to me. So please do it or I'll cry. I'm kidding. I won't cry. But um, if you do, screenshot it before you submit it. Send it to me through a DM so I can thank you personally on on the Instas because that's where I like to hang out if I'm being honest. Okay. Let's talk about shaking up seasonal depression because it's December. If you haven't noticed, the year is almost over. And before, you know, I used to live in Florida. Um, but, and it's funny because I did have a family member move to Florida specifically because of seasonal depression. Um, I mean, that was one of the reasons. I won't say that was the only reason, but it was a big one. Um, and now I live in Colorado and. I just gotta say the snow. I love it. It's so amazing. Oh, it's snowing right now, actually. Um, so, you know, but this is a time of the year. I actually, like a nerd, um, looked up the definition for, you know, seasonal depression. I'm calling it seasonal depression. It is technically, I guess, um, termed seasonal affective disorder. Um, I think but a lot of people have the symptoms of depression, um, but it says seasonal affective disorder often starts in the fall and may continue into the winter months. And it's basically things like, you know, like not having the motivation, um, eating more food, um, you know, having those like thoughts of sadness or loneliness, all those kinds of things. So it's something I definitely wanted to talk about because I do know that 
plenty of people experience this. Like it's a real thing. Um, and so, you know, I want to I wanna offer you some guidance on how to actually work through this, especially because of the fact that, you know, I mean, not that there's something great about seasonal depression, but, you know, it is only part of the year. If if that's something you're dealing with and it's not all year round, like that's let's let's gratitude nugget that, shall we? That it is only part of the year. I know it's not I know it's not fun and glamorous. Okay, I get that. I've been there. Um, but I'm still gonna bring light to this anyway. Fight me, bro. Um, <laughs> regardless. Um, I actually so of course, before when I was dealing with, you know, bipolar anxiety and depression, um, that was an all year round uh, party for me. So, you know, the the seasonal depression didn't really come come in as much. Um, and, you know, I've lived in places with seasons, with less seasons, um, aka Florida. <laughs> and because um, if you don't know there, there's like winter for maybe like a day, you might get one to three days together or scattered um if you're you know more southern florida but uh yeah winter and it's like 60 degrees that's not really uh winter anyway but um what i did realize though in florida after i had started beating the bad um i couldn't put my finger on it for the longest time uh, but something felt off at a certain point of the year where I just didn't feel super motivated i didn't feel excited about the work i was doing i just like I just felt really off. I was always indoors. I didn't want to go out and do things. Um, and so I actually had the opposite of the, the definition on Google um, about seasonal affective disorder. I'm just going to keep calling it seasonal depression because that's what I'm used to calling it. Um, but for me, I was actually experiencing basically like a summer depression um, because I looking at it now, like I said, I didn't know what it was for the longest time until I finally, it finally clicked and I was like, oh, it's so hot outside. I feel miserable and I don't want to go out and do anything. And so I just kind of became this like lethargic puddle that didn't want to do anything outside during the summer. And especially because I get horrifically eaten by mosquitoes as well. So that's a thing. Um, Regardless, I swear I'm gonna get to tips that are gonna help you, but um, but I did actually have experience for a little period of time. Um, I would say maybe maybe two or three years where I realized I was kind of dealing with the the symptoms of, you know, seasonal depression. But for me, it was in the summer; it wasn't in the winter. Um, and once I recognized that, then I was able to step in and be like, okay, let's switch this up and 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 change it up. So here's what I want to encourage you to do. If you are dealing with seasonal depression, um, because I truly think this is something that you can still step in and change and take back control of and not let and not have to just like bear through it, you know, for a chunk of the year, um, because that's no freaking fun for anybody to have to like sit and bear it and try to grin and just deal with it. So I don't want you to have to do that. So I'm going to give you some tips on, you know, how to how to start tweaking and changing so that we can help break you out of this pattern. Because I actually talked about this in the last episode, but sometimes patterns um, are day-to-day, but sometimes there are big patterns. And so um, big patterns are habits. And so how I see the seasonal depression is it is one of those bigger patterns. It is one of those bigger habits. And so a specific time of the year will be triggering in a sense. And that in itself be- can become its own habit that at the same time every year you have those experiences and that same like emotional response. And so 
I still see those as a habit you can break. They're just spread out further because clearly it's seasonal. So, you know, the first thing I want you to do is is really work on reassociation. Um, I'm going to use winter for an example, specifically because a lot of more, I'd say more people deal with that than maybe the summer. Um, but I'm going to talk about, you know, I'm going to reference winter and how we can reassociate it so that you can see examples of what I'm talking about. Um, and this is something that clearly, if it's different for you, you can reapply it in, in your own way that works. Um, you know, but when it comes to winter, I, you know, a lot of the times, you know, like people see it getting colder and darker and, um, you know, leaves are off of trees, everything looks dead. Like it just can kind of have this like darker tone to it. This like, and given for some people, it's not like there's jolly holidays and things. Um, but you know, for others, like that can be the focus. And, and that is something that we can like attune to emotionally and be like, oh, I'm going to meet, I'm going to meet this season at its level and like feel like death and like not want to move and freaking hibernate basically. Um, you know, and, and let that like allow that to get heavier and heavier. So what I encourage you to do is look at how you're seeing the season itself, you know, look at how you're, you're seeing it. Do you associate it with, you know, it being dark or it being cold and not wanting to go out and do things and being trapped indoors and feeling alone, you know, like really kind of sit and assess how you're seeing things, like how your how does your perspective shift, right, from summer to winter? Because a lot of people, like summer is the time to go out and do stuff and have fun. Like, even the freaking media plays it up this way. That, you know, like summer and summer vacation, it's made to be this whole big grand thing. And so then when winter comes, it's like the polar opposite of that. So I would encourage you to look at those things. And then once you can see them, right, because acknowledgement and, and seeing it is the first step, look into how can you reassociate those things? How can you see those things differently and and change your perspective around it so that it doesn't feel so heavy? So you don't feel that attachment or that pull or that drag down from the season. So, you know, things like if you could look outside and you're like, everything's dead, you know, it could, you could, again, you could reassociate that to, well, look at the seasons, you know, things need to rest, things need to you know, die in order to then bloom again. You know, like this is an important part of the cycle. You know, you can see it that way. Or if you see that it's cold and you can't go out and do things, see this as an opportunity to like stay in and cuddle yourself, keep yourself warm, show yourself love and affection. Um, especially if you're dealing with like the idea of loneliness. And if you feel like you can't get outdoors, you know, can you challenge yourself and encourage yourself to reassociate it and be like, just because it's cold doesn't mean I can't go out, doesn't mean I can't live and explore and do things that are fun, um, you know, and have those new experiences. So how can you start to shift your perspective around that season so that it breaks you out of the old mold, so that it has more light to it than the heaviness that you've just always automatically associated it as, okay? That would be my first step to help you kind of shake up that seasonal depression and start to break out of it. Um, 
you know, for me, when I was dealing with, I know I said I was sticking with winter, but like when I was dealing with summer, you know, I encouraged myself. I was like, you can still get out. Like maybe you go out in shorter spurts. Like the heat doesn't have to keep you in, um, you know, and then like look at like have gratitude and appreciation for the sun and for the warmth that's outside that's outside and that when you go outside and you come back in, there's that AC that's super, it's like super cold and feels amazing, you know? So it was about changing my association with it and not allowing the season to force me to feel a certain way. I stepped in and I said, no, I'm going to feel the way that I want to feel and I'm going to change the way that I see it so that I can feel that way, right? So that's how you step in. You take that control. Now, the other thing, because I don't want to just blatantly assume that like it's just the weather and the season that's making you feel this way because there could also be the element at play of memories of past experiences and I don't want that to go like overlooked and not bring acknowledgement to those things as well so you know like is so of course reflect see what your associations are But you may also find that some of those associations could be with heavier or even traumatic or negative memories or experiences that happened around that season. And that could be what's throwing you also into that seasonal depression or even adding on top of it, like adding to it. And so, you know, go in and also make sure that you're acknowledging those memories you're pulling those up. I know that's scary and that's not fun, but you're pulling them up so that you can see that they're there and you can see that that is something that has been, you know, help like throwing your emotions as well. Not throwing, but you know what I mean? It's making you feel it over and over again because like, I'm just going to go to the extreme. We'll just be there. But like, you know, maybe a family member died around the holidays or maybe, um, I've, I've had people who have like experienced being homeless, like, or, you know, not being able to spend time with their family or that were like had to be hospitalized during that time. Like all like those are all experiences that I know people have dealt with just in my life personally. So they know there's so many more. But, you know, basically, a lot of times, like when we have this this seasonal thing, it's again, that bigger pattern of that memory coming back up, that memory resurfacing at a specific time of the year. And that's what's bringing on those heavy emotions. And so, you know, I would encourage you to take those memories and either, you know, acknowledge them and, and release them and and acknowledge that they were in the past. They don't need to be carried into the future. And just because you let go doesn't mean that you're, insensitive or forgetting or not having empathy for what happened, you know, it's, it's allowing yourself to just put down that weight and release it and say, yes, it happened. It was in the past. And whether it was something that happened to you or near you or, or any of that stuff, you know, it's, it's allowing yourself to say like, I've just got to leave it there. I've got to leave it there. And anytime it comes up, you know, not to distract it, but to remind yourself, no, that is something I'm leaving in the past and I am here in the present and I am making the most of the present. And 
because it's not as simple always as just saying, yep, I just left it there. It's sitting sitting in the past. It's about reminding yourself that, hey, that was a choice I made. That's a choice I'm making. And I'm sticking with it and reaffirming that to yourself so that you can break that pattern of always reminding yourself of that memory subconsciously, like without intention. So it's going to come up uninten- like automatically. So you just step in and, and remind yourself that like, no, I'm choosing to leave that behind. And also, Another thing you can do is to pull gratitude from it. Like, how did it help you get to where you are today? Or what lesson did you learn from it? Or how did it make you stronger? Or, you know, can you reflect on something good? If it had to do with a person, can you find, you know, can you focus more on the good about them rather than this one experience or any any of those routes or any of those methods? Those are all ways that you can acknowledge and begin to release those memories and, you know, not have to associate them with that time of year, you know, and, and allow yourself to disconnect in a sense. Um, and I, I truly like to use, you know, gratitude and those lessons as a way to keep something positive with me while also releasing what had happened in the past. Because there are plenty of dark, crappy things in my past that. I still, like, I don't forget them. They're not gone. You know, I didn't, like, men in black mind swipe myself. <laughs> that, that that thing doesn't exist. Um, you know, the flash didn't happen in front of my face, and I was like, all is well. Um, you know, but it's like, you you can still see it, but because I've reconditioned myself to now when I see that memory, I focus more on the value and the gratitude that I have. So when I look back at like really dark things like me attempting to commit suicide or smashing my head into a wall or or like any of these really dark things, I see it as, wow, I'm so grateful that I had those experiences that gave me the insight that I have today so that I can share with you guys what I've learned and how I beat it. Because if I didn't have that experience, I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing. So it's not about forgetting. It's about choosing to bring something positive and something light with you forward into the future and into today so that you're not carrying this heavy, dark weight of the past. I hope that makes sense. And I don't mean for that to sound insensitive if anybody has experienced anything really heavy or traumatic or that has felt hard to release. I just want you to know that that's, those are steps that you should take because when the seasonal depression comes up, it's all about association, whether it's how you associate with the season itself or how you associate with past memories. It's all that association. It's all those links And so it's about recognizing those links and then stepping in and breaking them and saying, no, I'm going to make a new link and this is what it's going to be. And being very intentional with that. You guys know I am all about the power of choice and stepping in in that respect. So, you know, it's it's about stepping in. And, you know, if you need help (coughs) after I cough... um, If you need help working through that, you know, I do have a free tool that is called Instant Emotional Control. So when these things come up, um, this is basically a quick five-minute tool for you to use and implement to help you step in, kind of release the emotion that you're feeling, and then shift into that place of positivity um, so that you can, you know, really 
hold on to that intention and release what needs to be released because the last thing I want you to do is to like bottle up emotions and try to bury them deep, deep down because then they still just come back up. So yeah, you can go check out that at www.simplyolly.com slash tools. Um, Instant emotional control is what it's called. Um, Go check it out. It's just a PDF that you can read through and it walks you through exactly how to do it. Super quick, super easy, and an incredible tool that I actually do teach my students in my program, Beat the Bad. They learn it in like the first week and it's always a game changer for all of them. So I hope this was a helpful episode for you on shaking up seasonal depression. I hope um, I you'll have to let me know if you have experience with this and um, you start, you know, using what you've learned in this episode and it's helping. I would love to hear from you. So please, um, if that's the case or, you know, you found some good nuggets in this episode, send me a DM on Instagram at The Real Simply Ollie. I just, I would love to hear from you. And also, if you feel like this would be helpful for anybody else, um, whether it's this episode or the whole freaking show in general. Um, you know, make sure to share it with a friend, whether you just tell them about it or if you want to post it on social media, any of that good stuff. Um, just love to spread the word and help people beat bipolar anxiety and depression and just live a more full, thriving life. That's what it's all about. It's got to make a difference in the world. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.